Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show. All right. Welcome, everybody. Uh, my name is Kara, and this is Lauren. Hello. We are Parenting by the Pint. Welcome. And I just want to say thanks to Common Weather once again for our intro. It's a great song on their album called Melodrama. Uh, the song's called Melodrama, and you should definitely check it out when you have a chance. We'll tag him uh, so you guys can enjoy him, too. Yeah, great. Um, our parenting topic today, we're going to talk about some of our favorite seasonal characters, such as Santa, the Easter Bunny, and a special shout out to the Tooth Fairy. Ooh, tooth Fairy. Yeah. So if for some strange reason you're listening with your children, we're going to talk about some mythical creatures today, parents. Mythical creatures. I like that. Yeah. That's good. Okay, so we're also going to talk about Phase 3 Brewing. That is our brewery um, that we're introducing tonight to all of you. And Lauren is going to share some fun facts while I get this first <laughs> beer poured. And then we'll introduce it to you. Yeah, fun facts slash some history. So Phase 3 is wildly popular right now. I mean, it sells out pretty pretty quick in the southwest and all around Chicagoland area. Um, I'm in the southwest suburb, so that's why I know it sells out <laughs> quick by me, but I'm sure all over the place. But they're, they're, they're new. They just started in March of last year, actually, and we're on March of this year, so... You know, About happy anniversary, old. guys. Yeah, cheers. Um, <laughs> but the the team, the three people, I believe, that own the company um, actually have been working together for the last 10 years, I think. They started back 10 years ago at Ram Brewery in, oh, yeah. I think, Schaumburg, maybe? Okay. Um, that's since closed, so that's non-existent. And then in 2017, they moved to Moore, which is still incredibly popular, just opened a big uh, new location up in Huntley. Um, and then in March of last year, they moved on to start uh, this new venture. Um, and they recently bought out Lake Zurich Brewing, which right. is where they've been contract brewing out of. Um, but now I think they're going to switch over. Yeah, it's a phase three. So That's huge. From a business standpoint, that's just such an impressive accomplishment. Right? I, I mean, mean, yeah. When I think about people starting new breweries, from a from my own experience uh, as someone who's running a business, like the idea of starting a business that is in such a saturated market um, oh, for sure, especially in the Chicagoland area, and they're doing incredibly well. Yeah, and just exploding like that is—it's it, really a testament to what they're putting out. There's a lot of there's a lot of I've used this word already, but there's a lot of hype mm-hmm. with some people and with some brewers. Um, and Sean from oh, Phase yeah. Three has some of that. He from does more. have a following from more for and sure. And from Ram, yeah. some old school folks will tell you the stuff from Ram was pretty stellar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that was a big part of it, at least initially. But we all know how we beer appreciators are, man. We are a fickle bunch. <laughs> and if you, you know, if you trick me once, you know, shame on me. But, yeah, you but know, it's like, not going to happen again. Yeah, yeah we don't really uh, fall for that very often. And there's so many options, like we've said before, in the Chicagoland and Indiana, Wisconsin, Michigan area that you got to be pretty on your game now nowadays to you know stay open. And again, they're obviously doing very well for themselves. So Agreed. good job, guys. Yep. Cheers. 
So what do we got here, Lauren? What's this we first one? Are, Tell me we're, about it. All right, I haven't had this one. So this is one of the few times that um, we're drinking something I've never had before. But this is the Blueberry Chantilly. Um, it's a milkshake IPA. This one's blueberry. They've done a few iterations of this in the last year. They did a strawberry. They did an orange, I think, which was a oh, collab, yeah. right? Maybe with Weldworks. Was that it? I yeah. don't know. But, and then they did a Brambleberry Chantilly. Okay. Um, I've had the others, so. Okay. My phase three experience is really limited. Um, aside from that one pressed that I drank with you, which mm-hmm. is their stout, uh, like a coffee stout. Yep. Um, I've only ever had two, I think. And um, it's really just about availability, like you talked yeah. about. Um, I get my beer from a large liquor store and they the particular one that i go to they weren't carrying it they just didn't carry it yeah so as a result i just didn't get it didn't get it and i didn't really go out of my way to get it the one time that i did drink it other than most recently Mm -hmm. uh, was because i went out of my way i stopped at a small Small liquor liquor store store, um, that i'm going to give a shout out to because they're totally awesome it's called prestige and it's in westmont westmont yeah and um, it's such an awesome place. And they have a tap room now, which oh, is nice. very cool. That's cool. Yeah, my, um, my local my local liquor store actually has does carry Phase 3. And it actually, I think it cool. almost always has. So yeah. um, it's pretty, I'm pretty lucky that I can get it. Not a tap room, not anything interesting. But hey, Kenwood. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, um, Kenwood. Yeah. All right, well, parking let's lots full at 9 a.m. They do open at 9 a.m. I know this, sadly. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. What I'm do you think give of this it? a shot. I will say I don't love the smell. It does smell a little medicinal to me. Yes. Which is something that me I had too. kind of heard about it. And I kind of hate that I had heard anything about it. I, when I haven't tried something, I kind of like to give it a chance before I read or hear a lot about it. But then I also yeah. believe that you know, subjective opinion is great because it gives you everybody's take on such a unique thing. So, um, yeah, it does have have a little medicinal smell to it. All right, let's give it a shot. I definitely don't like it as much as the other Chantilly's I've had. Okay. Um, it tastes a little bit like spiked grape juice to me. I, I feel like in terms of a milkshake, um, it's a little weak. Mm. It's, it's a little light. juicy to me. Yeah, it's a little light on the like the milky lactose flavor. Yeah. Um, I do like blueberry, and this has a, a pretty mellow, it's not too tart, it's not too sweet. It's a little, it's a balanced blueberry taste. It's definitely not too sweet. Um, I think it's got a little bit of a almost tangy at the end of it to me yeah yeah i see that i get that yeah definitely i feel like some of the other chantillys have been a little too sweet actually oh yeah um i liked the bram brambleberry i think maybe the most which probably isn't popular opinion but i think it was a little bit Le- more tart, less sweet, and mm-hmm. I think this is in mm-hmm. that similar family. Like if you're, if you really love the strawberry and the orange, you're not gonna like this one as much. Okay. I think. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. 
unfortunately, I don't have a good basis for comparison <laughs> there. I have had plenty of milkshakes, um, but I haven't had plenty from phase three. This is different than a regular milkshake, though, I feel like. It doesn't have that same composition as... Well, Some of the other milkshakes we've had. Like I said, I don't get a lot of lactose. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's got vanilla. Okay, I get that. Because I, like I said, I thought the blueberry was pretty mellow. Yeah. Um, and I, and and now in hindsight, I realize that um, I knew that about their other milkshakes that they all have vanilla in them oh. as well. Hmm. I, at least I believe so. I know that. Orange, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not the sure. Orange what the orange one that you mentioned. Du- yeah. Did. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's I, okay. I'm going to think on it. I'm yeah. going to think on it. Maybe we'll drink a little bit more here. Why don't we get into our mythical creature talk? Let's, oh yeah, let's, and let's we'll uh, we'll share a little bit more about phase three at the tail end of our chat. Sounds good. So um, I guess I'll start out. And I'm, I'm going <laughs> to come out as, you know, if you want to say somebody's pro or against <laughs> uh, perpetuating these myths, mm. I would be against... And I have some reasons for that, although I will also say that even though I'm not a huge fan, I have allowed my children to believe whatever they choose to believe Mm -hmm. um, with regards to Santa and the Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy. Uh, Yeah, I mean, we, I'll go into mine in a bit, We, we believe in Santa in our house. We don't really do the Easter Bunny. Yeah, we don't really either. We do like an Easter egg hunt, but we mm-hmm. know that like the older cousins hide the eggs. Like we, oh, and we that's... know that like grandma and grandpa give them Easter baskets, but the right. Easter Bunny has never been to our grandma, house. Right, yeah. or grandpa. So grandma, I wouldn't grandpa. say we do that. And um, if you've listened before, my oldest, who's seven and a half, he's autistic. And so he doesn't really get the concept of those, so we haven't done them with him. Um, so we haven't, we didn't do the tooth fairy. He's the only one that's lost teeth in my house at this right, point, right? Because the twins are five and a half, so they're on the they're verge. Almost there. Yeah. yeah, they will be mo- any month now, but um, and they know who the tooth fairy is because of their classmates and their friends. Oh, sure. But we haven't actually done it yet in our house because we haven't had that experience. The first tooth that my oldest son lost, he yanked it out because he didn't like the feel of it wiggling. Ugh. So like <laughs> we don't have we don't have that situation. So this is all kind of new to us. Sure. But. You know, it's funny that you kind of focused on the tooth fairy a little bit because the tooth fairy is the one that I kind of <laughs> dislike the most yeah. <laughs> because even though you can you can argue that you know telling your kids that santa is real involves buying a gift mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. signing santa's name sure. on it right okay so even if you you argue that that's quite a great deal of effort that you're going to have to make in addition to the fact that you're going to agree with them every time they say something about santa basically yeah. uh you might have to put out cookies or do all of those things yeah that um, stupid elf which oh, we oof. don't do in our we house, do by that. the way. But yeah. No, 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 no. I don't. Uh, we, this no. is going to come. Yeah. You're going to get this from my tooth fairy talk, how okay. hard something like that would be. I am the worst tooth fairy. Okay. <laughs> First of all, when my kids lose a tooth, I suggest strongly that they leave the tooth on their dresser uh, near their bed because uh, <laughs> I don't really want to reach under their pillow yeah, no. in the middle of the night to mm-hmm. get a tooth out from under it yeah no they both sleep in bunk beds on the bottom bunk so there's just there's just like all these variables yeah. that i'm not excited about so mm-hmm. i like 
I just don't. I don't want to risk them waking up either. It's hard enough to get my children to sleep through the night. Like, why do I want to even do that? No, I like sleep. Yeah. (laughs) And then the other thing about the tooth fairy that, like, that I struggle with is that I forget Mm -hmm. all the time. My little one lost his first tooth on his sixth birthday, like, three days ago. (laughs) And he was so excited, and it was awesome, and I was super happy for him. And... After he lost the tooth, we put it in a little baggie. Mm-hmm. We put it down on the table. And no one spoke of it again <laughs> for the rest of the day. And I, uh, so the tradition in my family when mm-hmm. I was a kid was that when you lost a tooth, you got a silver dollar. Oh. Which is a pretty big yeah. thing. It's a, you know, most kids and, get like a quarter or a dollar or something and like you that. you have to go find one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, ugh. Silver dollar, man. Now I got to. Yeah. And I thought I had one. Yeah. I did not. <laughs> uh, and I remembered that I didn't have one when it was way too late to, to go, go to the bank find or go one. something. Yeah. Well, and my father collects them. Uh, so my my plan was to get it from him. Gotcha. And because I only do the first tooth. I don't do all the teeth. Yeah. When I was a kid, my father did all the teeth. Oh, and no. actually, <laughs> funny story, he... Um, he started by giving me one for every tooth that I lost. And once I got to about seven or eight, he was like, why don't you let me hold on to those for you? <laughs> and then, you mm-hmm. know, I'll, I'll keep them safe because right, they're very right, valuable. Safe. And 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 then he just started re-giving yeah, me <laughs> the ones he that he had already given to me <laughs> so that he only had to cycle through about seven or eight. Okay. I mean, um, smart dad, but yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. As a parent, I get it. He's good. Yeah. Um, and so I texted my father and was like, I need to get a silver dollar from you. You know, mm-hmm. little one lost his tooth. And he was just like, are you going to come here and get it? And this is yeah. like eight o'clock at right. night. My parents <laughs> live like 45 minutes away from oh. me. And I was just like, no. <laughs> and then I said, can you just bring it out here? <laughs> yeah, not likely. And he was just like, so tomorrow then? Yeah, tomorrow then. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, yeah, that's totally fine. Nobody remembered. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's just like sitting on the table. We'll sort it out. Uh-huh. Next day, we're getting ready for school. And my little one is just like, you know what's weird? I put my tooth under my pillow and the oh. tooth fairy didn't come. He remembered. He remembered oh. and he didn't say a word. Oh. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, Uh-oh. crud. And I was just like, you know what? I bet you, you know, it snowed la- yesterday, like yeah. all day. Yeah. And, you know, I bet you the tooth fairy, she just probably got really backed up. Yeah. Maybe she sense. was behind traffic, wasn't good. <laughs> you know, or maybe tooth fairy she just, traffic, yeah. maybe she just had a lot on her mind. <laughs> She just couldn't, she just, Uh, she didn't get to as many teeth as she meant to, and and therefore she just didn't get to you yet. But I bet you, if we put it there tonight, she'll get to it. I would say there's a very good chance (laughs) it's going to get picked up and swapped out. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, sure, sure, yeah, that (laughs) makes total sense. And, and, And really that story is kind of the crux of the issue for me with these mythical with creatures. all of them, yeah. Is that I have to lie mm-hmm. to my kid. To make up a story. And I yeah. know it seems like a silly nonsense lie, but I have this weird trust issue with that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. I don't like being dishonest with my kids because even on Santa or the Tooth Fairy, or because 
then they eventually are going to realize that that wasn't true. Yeah. And what if they connect that with me? And I know maybe that seems far-fetched. No, but- I get it. I mean, part of at this age, you know, and our kids are similar in ages, like one of the topics we have is we don't lie. You know, like we don't we don't tell stories that aren't true. Right. We don't pretend we didn't see something or do something or whatever and we have these conversations so well, in order i don't to, yeah. want them to lie to me yeah, yeah exactly I mean, and I that's the point and, yeah and if they don't trust me mm-hmm. because i didn't tell them the truth about this thing are they going to trust me at other times and important things and well, the, sure and the thing is that like so the twins, they're they're in kindergarten, just like your little one. And my son came home at Christmas time and already is saying that the kids in his class say Santa isn't real. Oof. They're in kindergarten. That's like serious and business. I'm sure they probably have older siblings or whatever, but this is a bunch of five year olds that already are starting to not believe in these things. So and they're at the age where they're really learning what lying and trust is. Right. And if they're getting from your parents well this is real but they learn that it's not real and then we're telling them well you have to tell the truth like i, I get it i you understand see how they kind of like conflict with each other yeah a little bit. no and i get it and i know there's lots of parents that are like i'm gonna do everything and i'm gonna make the santa this big deal and i don't know it's not a big deal in our household like it's it, just not it isn't for us either and not to dwell too long on the mm-hmm. subject but I mean, for us, Santa gets you a small, nice gift. Mm. You know, this last year I had one child wanted a video game. Mm. Okay, Santa got him a video game. And the other one wanted a play cash register. Okay. <laughs> That's what Santa got him. <laughs> now, if I had bought my child, uh, you know, a new mountain bike... That, that would be from me. Yeah. That's from me. <laughs> from me and dad. And when I yeah. was a child and I discovered that Santa wasn't real, my father said to me, yeah, you know, I mean, I've been buying all of these gifts for you. And he made it, he said in a very joking way about sure. how he wanted credit for yeah. the presents that he had given to me growing up, you know, mm-hmm. that were from, quote unquote, from right. Santa. And, um, and I get it. I oh, get I it. Oh, I totally get it. You know, we, and we, yeah, we do the same thing, like. One of our kids got Legos. One of them got, like, a doll. But, I mean, it's our small, one of the smaller gifts that sure. is from Santa. Like, Yeah, we do the my, same. My son got a Switch for Christmas, but Mom and Dad got credit for that. Like, Santa's not getting credit for the Nintendo. Right. Like, there's no way. Yeah. And no. part of it is that, but part of it also is, like, I don't want them to have kids in their class that are, like, Mom and Dad got me Legos, and Santa got me this huge $300 thing, and then everybody else feels like, well, why didn't Santa get me something like that? Yeah, and they got pajamas, or they got a teddy bear, or a book, or something. There's so many differing opinions on this, and there's lots of moms and dads out there that are like, no, Santa's this great person thing, whatever, that gives the big gift. And we just don't do that for a variety of reasons. Yeah, we don't either. And honestly, for me, it isn't necessarily because I worry about what other kids are quote-unquote getting Mm -hmm. from Santa. It's that I I want my kids to appreciate everything that I do for them. And I want... I'm not looking for too much praise, <laughs> just a little bit once in a while. Yeah, no, everybody and wants I, to feel appreciated. I but love yeah. giving gifts. I love giving oh, gifts. Oh, me too. Um, yeah. I love the look on someone's face when they open the gift they got from me and they really like it. And the thoughtful, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. 
no, pleasure I'm the that same they get. way. You, it's you like other people to smile and be happy, and you want you, you know it's nice to be responsible for that. It feels good, whether it's for a holiday or for no reason. Like yeah. I totally get that. Yeah. yeah, but so I was gonna say we were talking about trust and and mm-hmm. kind of where this falls in, and I was gonna say you know there's Jimmy Kimmel does this mm-hmm. sketch every year sketch or whatever where he suggests that parents tell their kids they ate all their Halloween candy. <laughs> Um, and then he allows, you know, parents record it and they allow their children to react to this news. Uh And it's always, you know, the kids are just outraged and they're crying and they're screaming and they're throwing things and they're Mm -hmm. yelling at their parents and they're doing all this stuff. And like, I, all I see is that he suggested that they play a practical joke on these kids, but kids might not view it that way. And they might not understand it. Like that's something that mm, depending on the age they might not really they might be feel really hurt like why would you say that to me mommy like why, why you know i mean them at least in my household they would look at me like why would you say that if you didn't if it's not true and my kids are pretty literal yeah <laughs> so if i do say something they they pretty much do take it at my word and so you know again we do we do do santa and we'll probably do you know the tooth fairy or whatever but i understand the like conflict in your head as to you know whether it's the right thing to do or not we you and i have a friend that we met in college that never did santa like they didn't even believe they just didn't do it in their household they were told you know some people believe in this and it's okay and don't tell your friends that you know santa doesn't exist but you know we we, they didn't they just didn't they didn't go by it so which is fine like every household can do their own thing and if we didn't have the twins we may we may not have because again our oldest just doesn't really he can identify who santa is on a picture or movie but he doesn't really get who the the whole concept of that's who's bringing you presents or anything like that right because it's a very abstract idea yeah looking at you and you handing him something he Mm -hmm. believes that you're it's giving it to him. exactly yeah yeah mm-hmm. so you being like this is from santa he's not here correct but it's from him he's just gonna be like uh, uh okay okay i'm gonna open my <laughs> my helicopter my over here present yeah. cool right. i got this present yeah like <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah i get that i get that yeah yeah i mean i think we're kind of on the same page then mm-hmm. um although even if we weren't yeah it would be totally okay. fine i think that uh I can support either idea. And my older child now, who is in third grade and is almost nine, is starting to get a lot of classmates that don't Mm, really... At that age, I'm sure. Yeah, that don't really subscribe to the Santa myth anymore. Mm -hmm. And, And I, my response to him at this point has always just been... Well, what do you think? Yeah, what you can choose to believe you, what you want to believe. Yeah. Do you think that they're right, or do you think that they're wrong? Do you think that Santa exists, or do you think that he doesn't? And I can tell that the wheels are turning, and he's like, sure. yeah. and I think he wants me to say, oh, I'm sure he, he wants exist. a definitive answer. Yeah, no, I think he, and I think he wants that answer to be no, mm, because okay. I think he suspects too strongly mm. for it to be true for all for all these kids. And not everybody, but for the group of kids at his class that are saying this to be lying. Yep. No. Makes sense. So I would say, I would say now he's probably kind of done. And the funny thing about my little one is that 
he could probably take or leave that sort of thing. Yeah. Like, the only thing I will say is that a Ed Set threatening him with mm-hmm. Santa <laughs> actually works. Like, uh, like, if I'm like, oh, you know, if you keep acting you like keep this, that up, Santa's I'm going to tell gonna, Santa, yeah. and I don't know if you're going <laughs> to get that cash register. I mean, Santa's very busy, and he doesn't get presents for naughty kids. Yeah, no, it's totally, it's bribery and threats. No, they totally work. Well, I think that's part of, like, <laughs> so we don't do the elf, because I would forget every day. And oh, there's just no you would, I don't have the time I mean, for that. You know. But my youngest said, well, that's, so there's, like, we have uh, an alarm system in little, like, motion sensors in our house and he just said he's like well can't the elf see us through those and i was like yep yes yes they can that's how they watch you they're magic they can totally see through those that's what it is so that's what we're going with in our house we don't have an elf but they can always see right yeah that's a good one so all right why don't we open our second beer here all right right yeah yeah you know the i can take or leave the the blueberry but all right Whimsical Nature. Double IPA, I think, right? Yes. All right. Let's give this one a shot. I haven't had this one either, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's a pretty can. (laughs) I think part of the... uh, the owners, I think one's a husband and wife duo, and I think she does the marketing and advertising. I'm not 100% sure, but we'll have to talk about can art at some point. There's always so many cool um, cool art on cans nowadays. Yeah, well, in Phase 3, because we've talked about this before, Phase 3 is one of those breweries that kind of has their classic style mm-hmm. with their design, yep. and they, they really just m- modify it slightly. Mm-hmm every time they come out with something and i like that because it creates consistency with the exception of some of the pressed ones yeah but all their ipas i think have a relatively similar template for their can art um and then the pressed is a little bit different but then all the pressed ones look similar as well with different color schemes right right yes i've seen that i actually really like this one it's good right it's really good yeah I know. I knew you would. That's why I saved this can. <laughs> yeah. No, this one. Yeah. It's like just the right amount of hops. Yeah. Well, it's got citra hops, which is, it's yeah. got that citrusy. It does. You can taste uh, the citrusy. Sweet, hoppy flavor that I really like. I like citra hops. A mm-hmm. lot of times when it's got citra in it, you know, I'm going to drink it. It's going to go down easy. Yeah. You know? I usually like that as well. But yeah, no, this one's really good. This is a pretty... I mean, it's 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 citrusy, it's hoppy, it's pretty basic double IPA though. Like, it's not a lot of other miscellaneous weird flavors to it. It's just no. very smooth and it's got a crisp kind of smell to it. It does, right? Yeah. Almost, almost like a grassy, like a spring smell. Yeah, you know what I mean. I could see it. I actually mm-hmm. think that goes very well with the can art. It Whimsical looks springy. nature. <laughs> I just came Perfect. up with that by myself. Oh. <laughs> no, I really like this one. This is a solid double IPA. I, yeah, it's good, right? I like it. Good job, Sean. Mm. Yeah, this one is this one is top is top of the line. I really enjoy it, um, and a little bit more representative, in my opinion, of what they're capable of and what they're putting out pretty regularly. Yeah. So yeah, um, 
Any additional thoughts on mythical creatures before we kind of <laughs> wrap this little chat up? No, I think, uh, you know. kind of covered the bases. Believe what you want to believe. (laughs) Yeah, I do have one other thing, because I talked about my dad twice. I talked about him with the Tooth Fairy, and I talked about Uh, him with Santa, and I got to talk about my mom for one (laughs) minute, because my mom, when it comes to these things, was obviously in the other boat where she was very interested in us enjoying Mm -hmm. our childhood and and believing in these, in in Santa. Well, and our Especially. moms are both similar. Like, they spend a lot of time at home. And, yes. You know, yes. they, yeah. And uh, and it, so, so this isn't exactly about perpetuating the myth, but <laughs> when I was a fully grown adult, uh, my mother was still giving my brother and I Easter baskets. And they were just candy. It wasn't like I got presents or money um, or anything. My mother still does. Oh, yeah. I kind of figured you were going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so one year, and this was after I had been dating my husband for at least a little while, mm-hmm. um, she says, you know, I'm going to move on to just doing Easter baskets for the kids, my children and my, my brother's children, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and maybe he, was the o- maybe he was the only one who had children. Because like I at said, time, I think my husband and dating. I were just dating. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and she was like, I think I'm, gonna, I'm not going to do Easter. Because <laughs> she was doing one for my father as well. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, and... So she was like, I'm going to take, you know, I'm going to take a step back here and ease off on the Easter baskets. Yeah. And my future husband at the time was just like, oh, man, <laughs> I just got here. <laughs> like, you're not going to do Easter baskets you're anymore, like, but hey, I, I would I, love yeah. an Easter basket. <laughs> and she did Easter baskets for everybody for like five more years just, after that. Just for my And I just gave him so much <laughs> grief about it. And like... He never ate the chocolate bunny. Oh, no. And so we had, like, a bunny army. Like, he would collect (laughs) them. I, like, found a stack of them in, like, an office at one point. And I was just like, He's going to have some sort of game with them. Like, those are going to be the characters. Why do you have a bunny army? And then I started to try to get my mom to stop getting him chocolate bunnies. I'm like, stop buying the chocolate bunnies. He's He's not not eating eating them. them. He's just saving them. (laughs) They're collecting collecting dust in my basement. In a weird way. That is kind of creepy, I gotta admit. Like, yeah, army of weird. chocolate bunnies, a little bit weird, but, you know. It's I mean, it would be if you, like, displayed them. I feel like yes. if you just kind of, like, have a stack and it's, like, in your pantry, and it's just forgotten about. That's, that's fair, that's but maybe if you, not like, weird. puts them out on, like, the shelf somewhere, like, that's where it's crossing the line, I think. Yes, yeah, I fair. agree 100%. Yeah. But I just had to share that little tidbit about my mom's yeah. Easter basket contributions, because... Uh, and she's still very into Easter baskets for the kids, and she's always she gets some gifts in addition to candy. Yeah, us us too. We actually, I don't think I ever contemplated even doing the Easter Me bunny, neither. partially because my mother does Easter baskets. I don't need. We don't need the Easter bunny. We got grandma. Let me ask you a quick question. Do you also make an Easter basket for your no. children? No, me neither. No, and my it's mom all is always like. What did you get your kids for Easter? That's what she always says to me. And I'm just like, I'm making ham. Yeah. yeah. Is that is that good? And she's like, that's not what I meant. Yeah, and I'm like, no. I know. Yeah. No. My mom, <laughs> to- grandma gets them Easter baskets. I just don't no, buy we don't. gifts for all the things. Well, my mom does literally every holiday, mm-hmm. which she's adorable and I love her and it's the sweetest thing ever. But... Yeah. Even me and my husband got a Valentine's Day basket. Oh yeah. Along with no, we my got Valentine's children. Gifts. So and did then, my kids. Yeah. yeah. And so she buys them um, little smaller, but like a t shirt and candy for Saint Patrick's Day. Even. Oh like man. Actual. That's adorable. And then Easter. 
Halloween. But you know what? I feel like this is just like our family. Like my brother's girlfriend, who's been around for a little while now, she even sent Halloween cards to my kids. Oh. Like, which is adorable. But that to me is just like, well, you clearly fit in with our family because like, this is what we do. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and my in-laws as well. I mean, they send cards for everything. They don't live close by right, but right, they right. always send cards for yeah, every no. minor my in-laws holiday. too it, i don't know of what, course, what it is and yeah and stuff but like yeah that. no i i i would say that the grandparents do far more than i do oh yeah for my children <laughs> for the gift giving for sure yes. yeah we it keep is them constant. alive and feed them and take them to school Absolutely. and have activities but in the gift giving world grandma and grandpa totally oh i 100 percent agree uh, yeah <laughs> all right so i just want to end there that's such a positive thing yep. you know my all right family <laughs> <laughs> well thank you for listening we are parenting by the pint follow us on facebook instagram and always remember rate review and please subscribe to keep listening to us yep take it easy guys bye bye bye